I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be here sharing with you lessons I've learned, conversations I've had that will equip you to create new habits, challenge mindsets, and build relationships that will allow your family to thrive. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We are still talking about body image. It's our last episode in this series, and it is called The Power of Self-Acceptance and Body Confidence in Christ. Now, I know that it feels like we've been talking about this for a while. However, I was at the gym the other day with a friend, and we actually weren't at the gym. We had just finished playing tennis, and we were wearing our tennis skirts for the first time, right? It's been cold here in New Jersey, so we wear leggings. <laughs> we wore our little skirts. We popped into the gym to get some water, and I looked at the mirror, and I was like, ugh. And she was like, oh, no, I've been listening to your series. On Miss, Yay. Like, Miss Accountability. Image, and I am like... Shut up. Love that. Love that. <laughs> I love that she called you because that's one of the things we talked she about. Did. That's amazing. She totally yeah. did. And I was that's like, amazing. oh, you're listening? Okay, great. Now I have you on my back. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have personal accountability all built in. You're yes. listening. I love that. That's yes. great. That. That's, that is um, amazing. And, but I just think it is a testament to the fact that like, this is not a one and done deal. Like Mm -hmm. this is something we need to be continually renewing our mind against or, Mm -hmm. or for, because there are forces that are working and that are Mm -hmm. constantly wanting to push, you know, ever changing cultural ideal on us. And Mm -hmm. we just, we need to be vigilant and we need to be continually yeah, mm-hmm. renewing our mind and looking to Christ in this area. So yes, we're still talking about this. It's our last episode, but I think this is going to be a really good one. So yeah. So I just wanted to start off by defining what self-acceptance and body confidence confidence is, because we've been throwing a lot of terms around body confidence, body image, and all keeping in mind that we want our confidence to be in Christ. This is not about us boasting in ourselves and patting ourselves on the back, but really understanding we can get, there's a limited amount of freedom in that. The true freedom comes when we really put our focus on Christ and the value that he places on us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the definition for self-acceptance is the ability to acknowledge and embrace all aspects of oneself, including one's strengths and weaknesses without judgment or criticism. And I re- I just, I, I'm like, a nerd were a word nerd like i do get into words <laughs> yes you like words yes and, and as I'm <laughs> a learning, different kind of word nerd yes, exactly yeah. yes i think i think meanings matter word mm. meaning and the words mm. we use matter mm-hmm. and so self-acceptance i really appreciate this um this definition because it really does encompass everything strengths weaknesses all aspects of ourselves without judgment so what do you guys think of of when i talk about self-acceptance? Well, I would say I have done very poorly in this department. And because I've had, when you were speaking about it, I was thinking, because I've had such trouble with accepting the good parts of myself and actually loving myself, I have had as, as equally a difficult time accepting my weaknesses become. Mm. I love that. I love the, that it talks about without judgment or criticism, because I think those of us that struggle with a critical spirit, like it's most often directed at ourselves, you know? So then if anyone adds credence to the criticisms that we already have for ourselves, it's an explosion, right? Yes. It is debilitating and demoralizing rather than just a little bit of feedback, like, hey, you know, I I noticed this and they're trying to be helpful Mm -hmm. in many instances, especially those that love us, you know, they're trying to be helpful. And what it does is it just, it takes us out in Mm -hmm. that. And so, you know, it's deconstructing this critical spirit in ourselves when we embrace self acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We embrace all the good, the bad and the ugly and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let me just say we're talking about it. It is easier to talk about yeah. than to actually do it. Well, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and I'm all about it when I'm talking to other people, but mm-hmm. like apply this to myself and yeah. it is it is it's probably why I'm all about it because it's been such a struggle. Yeah. I really appreciate what you said just just it's it's really a loaded it becomes a loaded 
issue as opposed mm-hmm. to just this sort of, oh, okay. For example, my daughter has some feedback for me. Um, and it let's say, just using an example, has to do with boundaries. Well, it's just, it's just a good, it's a thought. It's, 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 it's feedback, Mm -hmm. but I turned it into criticism Mm -hmm. because of my own proclivity, just as you said. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's really important. I I don't think you're alone, Elise. I think that is a lot of us, a lot of us sit in that chair many, many days. I know I do. It's like you have, you have one tiny insecurity and you have never been able to sort of get around it. And then someone notices it or even observes it. And you're like, oh, oh, I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yes. it feels like. Yes. 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 So good. Yeah. You know, one of the things I heard years ago is that when it comes to weaknesses, like your weakness, there's always a reciprocal strength. And mm. so, you know, okay. and I heard it was in the context of marriage. Like we can, we can, because of the way that we've been created and designed and wired, you know, some people aren't, don't have very high attention to detail, but they're super creative and can see the big picture. So, you know, Mm. whether it's a spouse or a child, are we, are we picking apart the fact that they can't, they don't have great attention to detail or are we loving them and appreciating them for that reciprocal strength? I mean, you can't, you can't have everything. Right. And like, we're meant to fit together and we're meant to Mm compliment one another. Mm -hmm. And all of us have a part to play and we all write a part of the body in Christ. And so that, that helped me to really make peace with some of the things that I'm not is because I wouldn't be the things that I am if Mm -hmm. I was the other. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and and I have to kind of, I guess, reconcile that. Yeah. Um, and then one of the other things that you said, I recently finished reading Brene's Brown, Atlas of the Heart, and mm. she talks about how perfectionism is actually shame. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah, sense. I agree. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so when you mentioned perfectionism, I'm like, oh, this brings me back to the previous episodes we, where we, we we talked a lot about shame yeah. and mm-hmm. where it comes yeah. from and what it is. And so yeah. understanding the relationship between the two, I think is really helpful when it comes mm-hmm. to self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You mentioned mm-hmm. something that triggered a thought this idea around our weaknesses and you know when we embrace our weaknesses we actually open the door to partnership with people that have that as a strength yes mm, you know if we have it all together we don't need to be in community we don't need other mm. people mm-hmm. we're totally self sufficient you know and that's a that's an exhausting life to just be on your own all the time yeah. so i think that when we embrace our weaknesses and we say you know what that's not my skill set like i'm just not very good at that but we find others who are that's that's a link you know god's like hey that person is supposed to be in your life because they're going to help shore Mm -hmm. up that Mm -hmm. area in your life not so Mm -hmm. that you get good at it but that Mm -hmm. you can rely on others to have a whole full life Mm -hmm. so that was Mm -hmm. just something i'm like yeah that's right like yeah i'm not really good at certain things People always laugh because they're like, what are you not good at, Jess? And I'm like, balloons. <laughs> and they're like, what? That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But I, I remember this pastor. I, I, I'm kind of a Jill of all trades. Like, I'll try anything, you know, once, basically. But we were doing a balloon arch. And I really don't like balloons. I I don't know why. But they're just weird to me. Okay. And so I'm like blowing them up and I'm trying to tie them and you know, all of this for this kid's balloon arch. And I swear I popped like a thousand balloons and this pastor comes over and he goes, well, we found something you weren't good at Jess. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just kind of a funny little thing, you know, in context of this conversation though, Mm -hmm. that provides me a very good opportunity to partner with people who are good at other things. Like I know if there's an opportunity to volunteer in that. Yes. No (laughs) balloons for me. Thank you. I will not be, I mean, design, Kimberly, we've talked about this. You're brilliant at design and creating like aesthetically pleasing environments. I, that is not my gift. I have known that for years I've tried and I'm like, Ooh, that just looks hodgepodge. And so, but this gives me so many chances to have friends that do have that unique skill and invite them to, you know, partner with me, to help mm-hmm. me, to give me ideas. And that's actually grown our friendship. Yeah. And so I just mm-hmm. love that idea that mm-hmm. that's a, 
Maybe think of it like that. Embrace your weakness mm-hmm. to give you an opportunity for friendship. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and Craig Groeschel says in his leadership podcast, he talks about working on your strengths instead of working on your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So like if you're, mm-hmm. if you, you know, in the context of leadership and employees, he's like, stop trying to cultivate their weaknesses yes. and strengthen yes. them in those weaknesses. Why don't you just strength, Love you know, that. help them in their yeah. strengths. Mm, and, yeah. and, and this way, like you're saying, then, then we need each other. Then we compliment each other. Then we work together. And then we, 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 we do things that turn out to be successful that way. Right. I love that there's a difference though. We, we've talked about self-acceptance, which has a very specific definition, mm-hmm. uh, but then body confidence is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's kind of, it's just off to the side, you know, but it's more about the feelings in, you know, being comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and appreciating your unique physical qualities. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, again, self-acceptance encompasses a lot more like yep. your skills, your gifts, your talents, and your appearance. Mm-hmm. But body confidence is that feeling of, you know what? I like my body. I like these unique qualities that I have. Mm-hmm. And loving yourself regardless of the standard of beauty that is sort of presented in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think it's important to recognize the difference between the two. Yeah. I like that I, part of the definition that says regardless mm-hmm. of the social pressures because mm. it, it it takes into consideration that there are social that there are these pressures. That this oh my is, gosh. Yeah. Such, such, when it comes to everything, I think, (laughs) you know, everybody's supposed to be a leader. Everybody's supposed to be an entrepreneur on some level. At least it feels that way to me in this environment. And everybody is supposed to have a particular kind of body or at least be striving for it at all Mm -hmm. times. And, and I, I mean, certainly in my journey, I would very sadly have to say that if I really think about it, there has never been a moment, even, even when I've been significantly thinner, where I've actually said and really believed this is good. This is Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And so there's never been a true self-acceptance. There really hasn't been. There's, I have more now than I ever have because of my awareness. I'm so much more aware of it right now, but honestly, if I think about that, it's never been the case. So I'm going to say 40 pounds ago when I was feeling great, did I appreciate it to the extent of real self-acceptance? No, there was four, five more pounds to go. There was something more. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I went back the other way, yeah. which is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, again, mm-hmm. it's like, so when, when do you look in the mirror and say, this is good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good segue and transition because this episode is specific to how do we, you know, have our body confidence rooted in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's sort of a a more biblical definition of confidence and it has really nothing to do with us, thankfully, because Mm -hmm. we, we fail at this actually a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the, the biblical standard of confidence looks more like this. It's more like, and this is from Bible study tools, by the way, I did not come up with this, but it's faith in God. It's a certainty and assurance of your relationship with God. And then it's this sense of boldness and Mm -hmm. dependence on your acceptance by God. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we have a assured relationship with God. We know and understand that we are accepted by God. And there's this conviction that your destiny, that your plans, purposes, dreams, visions, all of that are secure in God. Mm. So it is completely outside of our inner workings. It is placing our confidence on the unshakable truth of an almighty God. Right. So that's why I believe that this is possible. I believe that, that true body confidence is possible because we don't trust ourselves. We trust the assurance that God gives us in his mm-hmm. word. He approves us. Mm-hmm. His opinion of us is way higher than our opinion of ourselves. And the plans and purposes that he uniquely designed us to carry out are are in him. Like mm-hmm. he's going to make it happen as mm-hmm. long as we're just mm-hmm. sold out, surrendered and obedient. There it goes. Jess, I love what you just shared. I really think you should 
like make a copy of that so that we can have them in the show notes. Cause those are really powerful words sure. and, and there are a lot to take in. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to hear it again. I want to see it again because again, that, that you're, yeah, that's the ultimate way where we are rooted and what is the truth. Right. And that might be a whole other series where we talk about, you know, why don't we believe God? Cause we don't. I would oh, have to come say, come on, Elise. We don't. Yep. So, yeah. you know, but anyway, yeah, if we, if we started there and continued there, we'd have a very different society in terms yeah. of, in terms of confidence and, and, and accept, self-acceptance. We yeah. absolutely would. We would not be going through these mm-hmm. struggles, these, dis, the, is it body dysmorphia, this mm-hmm. anorexia, all these things. Yeah. Such such a a ripoff, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. I a yeah. rip off of epic proportions. Yeah. yeah. I gave this illustration in a talk once where I put up a a, a picture like an Ansel Adams landscape, you know, and kind of asked the question, do you think the artist who captured this image was brilliant? And and what they captured was majestic. And of course, it's like you see the head nods, like yes, it is. And I'm like, well, the the actual creator, the actual artist, is obviously God. You know, this landscape is mm-hmm. majestic because the creator is majestic. And then I would have the, you know, take your phones out, take a picture. I actually did that before I put the Ansel Adams up. So you take a picture of yourself, and I say, now look at that picture that you took. Who created that? <laughs> We fail to see the majestic we creation do. of God Almighty mm-hmm. in our own likeness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. but we can look at a mountain. We can look at a sunset. It's true. And we can say, oh, look at that. It's just stunning. It's beautiful. And yet humanity was God's last creative work. He was like, mm-hmm. I baked all my good stuff into these people because he made us in his image. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what the word says. It made us in his image. And that's the thing, but at least you nailed it. We fail to believe God. We mm-hmm. don't believe that his word is true and that he has created us good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of self-acceptance, what's the word for like the acceptance of all God that is made, including us? That's more how we need yeah. to look at it. Like, are we accepting or are we rejecting what God created? Lots of rejection, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's important, Kimberly, that question that you just asked. It's like, are we accepting what God has built, has built us like, you know, has mm-hmm. built our images? Mm-hmm. Are we accepting it? Or are we rejecting it and say, God, you messed up? You know, th- I don't like this. I don't like mm-hmm. this bit and that bit and that and this and that mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. other. And it's much easier to reject. I, I think we have a culture of rejection. Yeah. And that's what's really like, at least I love that you were so vulnerable. Like you mentioned, it's like these things, like they trigger us when we're rejected. I feel triggered when people like point out things that I, you know, am not good at that. I'm already insecure about. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it is a rejection of God. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of benefits when we can get to this place of, self-acceptance, body confidence, which I hesitate to use because really it's biblical confidence and Mm -hmm. accepting what God has created. So there's Mm -hmm. some benefits and I want to talk about those because I think that once you get that revelation, once you can operate in that, life is different. Your your choices are different. How you experience the world is different. And so I thought we could talk a little bit about that. Mm, Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's physical benefits and there's mental benefits. Well, I think of like just in general, like life fulfillment. I think of, you know, when I'm feeling good about my body, then I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to frolic in the water with my kids. Yeah. 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 So these are things that are in our everyday life, like our regular summer life. And I have found that there's been seasons where I don't participate as fully um, Mm -hmm. when I'm not feeling great about my body. And then if you want to take that to the, the next level, that 
that has the potential to trickle down into other areas of my life. So I'm not mm, pursuing mm. some of the goals and passions mm, so I good. want to because I'm worried about what I'm going to look on Instagram, you know, how I'm going to look on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Although I want to like share this, whatever it is that I want to share on my socials, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm concerned about, will I be accepted? You know, and so, and, mm-hmm. and, and what we're talking about this, this shame and this deception that we, and the lies that we believe but some of it's in our head, like mm-hmm. yeah, in the sense that like definitely nobody really is paying attention. When, this like is some, true. I still have friends when I look bad and when I look amazing, when I like have no makeup on and when I don't have makeup. Yes. Like, yes. And, but but yet I I will get smaller when I haven't done my makeup yes. or my hair or when I'm like not dressed well or and I'm like vibrant and I'm like gregarious when I like mm-hmm. look my best and I yeah. like yeah. have a new dress on, you know, and <laughs> and it's like. I think that I really desire to be the same all the time everywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've let my body confidence or my, how I see myself really sort of trickle yeah. into areas of my life. And so I I want to, I think, I believe that when you can put this in the right place, that you have a more fulfilling life, you're able to pursue your goals, your passions without being yeah. held back by all the negative self-talk and doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think, you know, that, that actually informs a whole lot more, like at least you're saying, you know, I was in the health industry. Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, and I did a little bit of research on this when I was doing my body confidence series, that just uh, swapping out negative thinking for a more positive way of thinking about our bodies and about ourselves actually has physiological benefits, scientifically mm-hmm. backed. Mm-hmm. That when we start to think more positively, we have more happy thoughts than negative ones. And again, this is a process. It doesn't like, we don't clap our hands or snap our fingers. And all of a sudden we're like, I'm the most positive person I know, you know, but we work at it over time. And what we benefit is longer lifespans, lower significance of, or levels of depression and anxiety, actual greater resistance to illness. Mm-hmm. We get sick less when we're positive and when we yeah. have a more positive outlook. That was one of the ones that blew me away. It was like they mm. did this study with the common cold and people who generally considered themselves either a realist, a.k.a. a pessimist, yeah. <laughs> you know, or they consider themselves to be an optimist and they they looked on the bright side. Though the people who looked on the bright side and were more of an optimistic outlook got, I think it was like, got sick, like almost 75% less. It was a crazy high number. And so even from that, when you think about this in the context of self-acceptance and body confidence and all of that, it's like, let's reframe the thinking. Let's reframe our neural pathways to be more positive, to embrace more of our unique qualities. And that has a complete physiological knock-on effect including losing weight. Mm. Yeah. So when we think more positively about our bodies, then we have a higher probability of shedding weight that our body does not need. Mm. Now, again, Mm. some of us, we have a, what I call a fluffier physiology. We just do. And that's how we were built. And that's how we were made. But all of us cling to things. And when we feel more positive, we have more positive outlook those things can go away. We don't need to hold on to them anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love that science actually is lining up with the word of God in this yeah. way. It's like when we put our hope and our faith in what God has done in our lives, then we don't have to think about all of the things that are wrong with us. And then our bodies are healthier. They resist illness. They resist death, cancer, stroke, all this type of stuff. It's just like, cool. Cool. Well, it is cool. And it is the body, mind, spirit connection that, you know, I I know in my time has just gotten so much clearer. Mm. Um, And as you say, it's so awesome to see that some of this stuff that was considered sort of woo-woo and new (laughs) agey is not at all. It's actually based on the way God made our brains. I mean, that's pretty amazing to me. Mm. And especially because again, I've been looking at mindset and all that stuff for many, many years. And I do think initially it was kind of like, oh, come on. 
little Pollyanna, little, you know, oh, always looking on the bright side. But but what you've just shared just is so important that no, actually, it it begets health to have mm-hmm. a healthier mind and to have a more positive mind. It's a pretty wild thing. And it's mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. And you're right. It isn't just, oh, okay, today I'm going to make that decision and everything's going to change in my brain. It's yeah. time. We have ruts that are, there's actual physiological ruts yeah. that mm-hmm. stop us from changing those things that are literally like their their pathways. Yeah. But so we've got a, a part of us that resists this thing. And so we have to understand that this mindset stuff is not just get a list of affirmations and you'll feel better. Start yeah. thinking more positively. It's it's a work. It's a, yeah. an intentional yeah. work to change our minds. And uh, but we can and we do. And and again, I would say at this point in my life, that's something that I've been able to really do regarding my body, appreciating it more, just because it's my body, not, whether or not I'm higher or lower on my uh, scale. But I will also say feeling healthier feeds mind, body, spirit stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that too is a cycle. Yeah. And I think that another one of the benefits is healthy relationships, you know, mm-hmm. not seeking the validation or approval of others. You know, mm-hmm. I think of, I immediately think of marriage, like mm-hmm. it's not my husband's job, but it could get exhausting for him if all I ever do is seek his approval yeah, (laughs) about how I look. Like, it's like, it's like the common joke, right? At a marriage seminar, you know, (laughs) do I look fat, honey? And they're like, you know, loaded the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like, you know, I think think the right answer is always no, no, (laughs) just for the record, just for the record. But yeah, if we are, if looking to others to give us our worth and value people in our real life. Of course, it's nice when we get a compliment. Of course, it's nice that we have friends that affirm us. But but like Beth Moore said years ago, if you're taking Mm. our cup and we're handing our cup to everybody to fill it and we're going Mm. to the next person to fill it and the next person to fill it and the next person to fill it, it's going to drain those relationships and we're not going to have as healthy of relationships. I mean, it's good to need each other, but not when it comes to this stuff. Like where we that's needy. That's yeah. That's not needing. Yeah. That is needy. Right. And it's 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 asking too much of other people. And again, guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that in some of my weakest areas, the uh, you know, just you mentioned rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 it, you know. I mm-hmm. I can and again, I feel like this is another conversation as well in terms of relationships, friendship, but you know, who, who are we looking to and how are we looking to them to yeah. affirm us? Because it is a burden when you put it on your children, when you put it on your spouse, when you put it on the people around you, because yeah. they can, they can screw it up really easily. And then they're and in the And not even cast. know they're doing it. Exactly. That's the problem. They're like, <gasps> They, you know, there was a trap, there was a trap laid for them. Just like yes. that question, honey, do I look fat in ass? This yeah. is a trap. <laughs> like, don't fall into the trap. Yes. Um, and yes. so, and we don't realize sometimes with our words that we are laying a trap for our other True. relationships. True. You know? mm-hmm. we're, we're looking for validation in the wrong place or person. And we don't realize that we have set ourselves and that circumstance to so fail. True. Yes. You know, and it's yes. hard because like, you know, you're needing the validation. You're looking to someone who you hope will provide that. And and then it doesn't. And now, oh, now the relationship is fractured somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's the comparison game. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like if, if, you know, I think of if every time I'm with somebody, you know, they're like, oh, must be nice to, you know, look like you every time we go to the pool. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. Like, or, or I've been that way to other people, you know, poison it's, yeah, it's no good for your relationships. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I I can honestly tell you from, from the perspective of someone who is, I have genetically, I'm thin, I'm a thin person. I really have been my whole life that those types of comments actually make me feel really bad. I'm sure they do. You know, and again, like I know that wasn't their intention and I don't take it personally. Right. And I've grown in that, but it's like, uh, sorry, you know, like, sorry for the way that I'm made. Yeah. Makes you feel bad. Yeah. 
you know, that's what it makes me feel like. And yeah, so it's unhealthy all the way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I love so that, true. you know, I, I love that, you know, I have had the opportunity with this series to place value on people and to validate their unique bodies and where they're at. Um, again, how they unpack that is actually a personal situation that they really need the Lord to help them unpack. Mm-hmm. That's the only, the the creator of who you are, every cell in your body is the only one who can whisper to you his unique design why it's important that you embrace it and and actually how at least i love that you mentioned that this is cyclical because i think it's cyclical for a lot of us and it's like it'll just come looping back around well god is the only one who can break that permanently mm-hmm. because mm. he's going to speak his truth into that toxic cycle and be like, mm-hmm. no, that was never my intention for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the truth. This is what I see. And this is why. And that comes from a couple of like, you know, what I would call spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. Like when we dive into more of these spiritual practices. And I think we're going to talk about that in this yeah. episode. You know, that will actually help break those toxic thinking cycles and mm-hmm. help us to find our assurance, our validation, not in other human beings, but in the one who created us, which is really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so interesting because we've had some of these conversations personally about this, the, the approval of man, the, the reliance on things outside of ourselves to feel good or validated or accepted or confident. And it really, it really is a matter of going back to the word and saying, mm-hmm. but what does my creator say about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is, is, is God pleased with what I've chosen? That's the concern. It's not, it's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with really ultimately everybody else. It's hard though, because <laughs> we live in the world and we live in community and we're human. Yeah. So, yeah. So one thing I want to touch on, we don't have to spend too much time on it because we've talked about the benefits of this right attitude, right? But a coachy thing, right? We're coaches, we do this with our our clients is to ask the, the ask the question, what is lost when we don't embrace this attitude? When we are in this this space of self-rejection and not acceptance and not confidence in who we're created to me. There's there's things that are lost. And so for the most part it's the reciprocal of what we just mentioned. However, I do want to touch on this idea of like healthy behavior begets healthy behavior. And yeah. so when you're feeling good about yourself and you're making good choices, it has the potential to snowball and become a rhythm mm-hmm. and a routine and a lifestyle. Yes. But the opposite is also true. So, mm-hmm. you know, an unhealthy behaviors begets unhealthy behaviors and you start to make poor choices like overeating, restrictive dieting, a- excess exercise to the detriment of your health and also to the detriment of the relationships in your life or the health Mm -hmm. of your family. And so, you know, it's a good thing to think about, you know, what am I going to lose out on? What am I going to miss? What am I going to miss on what God has for me if Mm -hmm. I'm not embracing this attitude, this self-acceptance, this body confidence in Christ? Well, I, Kimberly, you said when you feel a certain way, when you're not feeling your best, you go small. And I, I think that's absolutely a consequence. Mm-hmm. We, we disappear. We, we shut ourselves down. We make ourselves less significant. That's pretty powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. And you limit your, you're not willing to take risks. You're not willing to meet new people. I mean, there have been times, okay, I, True. you know, I lived in New York. I lived in LA. I lived in lots of these places where you would see celebrities, right? So this isn't, I obviously at that time didn't have as much confidence as I have now. I worked on it and all that, but I missed out on several chances to meet people that I adored. I was like, and I'm right there. I I could Mm -hmm. walk across the room and just say hi, but I didn't feel valuable enough to waste their time to Mm -hmm. meet me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, oh. 
now in, in these moments, I'm like, what was I thinking? I could have met Sandra Bullock. She's like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you you do, you miss opportunities. You miss potentially life-altering experiences. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. so sad. And, you know, I don't want to look back on my life, at, at least moving forward and say, you know what? That was an opportunity that I played it small that I didn't think I was enough or good enough or whatever, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just go for it. And the worst thing that can happen, and this is what people are worried about, I'll be rejected. That is the worst thing when you put yourself out there and like, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of go for it, that then you'll be rejected. But again, circling back, God didn't reject you and mm-hmm. he doesn't. And his opinion of you is way, worth way more. Than Sandra Bullock's. Sorry, Sandra. <laughs> you know? Yes, when she when she listens to this, she'll be yeah, yeah. Touch. She's gonna listen. I mean, you know what? She might even write me a letter. I'll fly to LA, meet her. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> You're listening, Sandra. We love you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think these things are so important. You playing small, missing out on opportunities, missing yeah. out on relationships, and I'm also thinking like literally what you put out publicly. So mm-hmm. when you're in the grocery store line, when you're meeting a stranger. I'm going to say when I am feeling better about myself, I tend to be friendlier. And that is literally a ripple in the pond of life that makes the world in our small way Mm -hmm. a better place. So it Mm -hmm. it really is, it really is important stuff. I mean, this is not, this is no small thing. Yeah. Do you guys know Elise Myers on, she's, she's like an Instagram influencer. Yes. And she was very funny. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, brunette earlier. Yep. Yes. Yep. Very, very funny, funny lady. So I love her because she's authentic. And she will come on Instagram having just rolled out of bed, like literally just rolled out. And 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 then she has the spectrum. Like she she's done a red carpet. Like I think she was a voiceover actor on some movie or something. And mm-hmm. so she's got that all the way down to, I believe she even has some sort of like OCD or I don't want to I don't want to misspeak, but she has mm-hmm. something that is in her mind she has to fight against, and she's mm-hmm. very transparent about it. And she has, you know, a lot of followers, and I believe that is because that is actually what people are attracted to genuine confidence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and authenticity Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. we can just be ourselves and and be there and and who we are when we are there more people engage Mm -hmm. they're like oh this is a real person with like real ups and downs and they don't wake up and have like everything just perfectly so Mm -hmm. so that's one example there are many Mm -hmm. Uh, another one um Tabitha Brown. Do you guys know her? Love her. Okay, right? Love her, yes. But again, she will get out of the shower, no makeup on, hair, you know, in her little turban, yeah. and and just talk to her audience, like very nurturing. Mm-hmm. She's authentic. Yeah. And she's herself. Yeah, she is. And she yep. doesn't apologize for that. And in fact, she fights to be herself. Yes, she does. Mm. She does. So I just love that. Those are examples that we can look to why it is so important to embrace our own self-acceptance and confidence in Christ, Mm -hmm. because that is what attracts people to us, no matter what we look like. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so true. And it's, it's us being, it's us being uniquely who we're made to be. That's really at the end of the day, feeling confident, trusting that the Lord has made something good in me, allows me to just kind of go out there and slay those dragons and yeah. do what I'm supposed to do because nothing can stop me because I'm not answering to you. I'm answering to God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it is the, it is a, a great victory that reaps mm-hmm. so many benefits, including by the way, some things that will not be done because they were not meant for us to do. So I love good. that, Elise. So what do we do when we are discouraged? Yeah. Well, let's circle back to those spiritual disciplines that you talked about, you know, affirmations and confessions, that's a part, you know, you mentioned them earlier, that does play a part Mm -hmm. in our mind and the paths, the scientific paths that they've, they've discovered are in our mind. Mm -hmm. You have to create 
new paths and ways to go when you're rethinking and confessions, Absolutely. you know, speaking the word of God over yourself and affirmations, just countering those negative thoughts. They're a really big part to play. And <clears throat> as believers, we believe that it's, it's the truth of God's word integrated with those affirmations. It's not yeah. just, I am beautiful, right? That's mm-hmm. great, but there's more. There's yeah. more yeah. powerful the, truth. What does God say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I really do. I believe that um, prayer, just coming to the Lord and saying, look, I am really feeling like crap about myself. Help mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. sitting in quiet with that and maybe even having a journal next to you so that you can write down what you really sense the spirit saying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also thinking one of the things that I do when I don't feel good and actually it's probably a great way to start my day every day. I don't do it. Some good worship, just some good mm-hmm. worship about the truth of, of, of God's sovereignty, I guess is what it boils down to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I think another important discipline or spiritual discipline is that of repentance because I know that I forget that body shaming myself is actually sinful in the Lord's eyes, Mm -hmm. you know? And so going before God and just, you know, repenting, like genuinely allowing my heart to lament to kind of just be in that Love space it. of I'm poured out, God, I'm exhausted. I don't know how to overcome this, but I know that it doesn't honor you and it's not aligned with your way. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I repent and ask for you to step in and and help me to overcome this sin, like, you know, to overcome this thing that puts distance between us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's sometimes hard to recognize it in the moment, but, you know, when you have a moment of mental clarity, you know, you might be in worship, Elise, I love that you mentioned that, you might come to you like, oh, I've really, I've really put myself down lately. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. rather than being like, add more shame, like, oh, I'm a terrible Christian now on top of everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, you just go before Jesus and you just say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for beating myself up. <laughs> yeah. And then see what God will do in that moment. Because, you know, mercy triumphs over justice always. And his mercies are new every day. So he's going to be there in that moment. He's going to lavish you with forgiveness and again, the more that you have to go before the Lord in those moments, the less likely you're going to do it again, because you've had this emotional, painful moment with God. Mm-hmm. And it reminds you, it's like your brain is like, oh, we don't have to do that again. We've now been we're there. Gonna, we've, we've been there, done that. We're going to pass on that one. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. On I go. Right. And that's a really, by the way, that's a really good one to remember, Jess. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Just being really simple about it, literally standing in the mirror and saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I just, I can always remember that one. I can always come back to that one. And it's the truth. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the one to maybe put on our mirrors if we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. So as we wrap up this episode, I want to share one more thing. You know, we've mentioned these influences that can impact how we feel about our body. And unfortunately, one of those influences are the people in our life, even people that we love dearly. So I did want to touch upon, because we haven't really focused on this mm. in this episode in this series, but I think it's important, is what do we say to other people oh, so good. Mm-hmm. when they make a comment yeah. about our bodies? So <laughs> so as we are renewing our mind. How can we inform the other people in our life that maybe what they're saying is not indeed very their business? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just touch on these quickly. To to use one of Tabitha Brown's lines, mm-hmm. that's nobody's business. Yeah, yeah, that's not your that's, business. That's your business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't get into my business. That's. I mean, you yeah. know, honestly, Kimberly, I think this is so important because I can tell you that. I was raised at a time when it was, if not acceptable, accepted that men in particular could comment on women's bodies mm-hmm. and even younger than women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I think, I know, I see my children, absolutely adult children, setting boundaries with what we can and cannot say about their bodies or discuss, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I think empowering them to do that is is so important in changing this whole tide. And you shared some really good lines, Kimberly, that I'm going to share, if you don't mind. Yeah. I prefer not to discuss my body. So again, I've experienced it. When I've lost weight, believe me, people come in on my body. And I can't even remember if we talked about this, but when I was 40, I lost a lot of weight. I'd had my all my kids and I'd gotten very heavy and I lost 50 pounds. And, you know, of course I was dressing differently and all that kind of stuff. And I remember being at a party and somebody saying to my husband, wow, you got to watch out for her. Mm. I mean, what? So now we didn't quite know what to do. We were kind of stunned, but I, I, I went away from it thinking, what does that mean? And am I somehow bad? Am I putting something out there? So, I, I mean, I'm thinking in terms of what, what would have been acceptable or what would have been a good comeback for that? I'm, I'm actually going to even ask you guys, what's a good comeback for that? If somebody says something like that, about you or to somebody else standing next to you as if you're not standing there. <laughs> what is a good thing to say to somebody? I mean, my husband and I, we didn't say a word. We just went, <laughs> but, but well, that's- he meant it as a compliment. I get that. Right. Cause he's probably mm-hmm. like, what well, you got to watch out for her. What is it? You're going to go so have good? an affair. Cause I look, yeah, no, yeah, then yeah you're going to get attention from other people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, but there's again, other people. So if, if you, you know, if you're not paying attention to your woman, someone else is going to be. No. But Kimberly, <laughs> that's the whole point. Right. A yeah. lot of this no, stuff are meant as compliments. Right. It, it, you know, the comments that my kids don't want to hear have as much to do with how good they look as a negative comment. They don't want people bringing attention to their bodies mm-hmm. as if their body is something you're welcome to comment on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what you said, like what you shared is about setting boundaries, like responding to people and letting them know that that is off limits. Yeah. It's just like, thank you very much. I don't like to pay too much attention to my body. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally thinking like, I love, you said, I prefer not to discuss my body. Love that. Mm -hmm. I would appreciate it if we could talk about something else. Yeah. Like let's, let's just move on and talk about something else. Again, Mm -hmm. in that particular example that I used, it was just so awkward because yeah. I, I felt sort of embarrassed for my husband as if I was going to do something naughty because mm-hmm. I looked different. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I, you know, the, the point is people do yeah. feel free to comment yeah. and, oh, yeah. and it's, and it's mm-hmm. not okay. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah. So I think we do need to learn to say things like, that's just not something I want to discuss and be ready to say something else. It's like, it's like taking a toy from a child. Yeah. <laughs> you have to replace giving it them something, something else, else very quickly. Yeah. So I think, I think that's part of it. Being yeah. aware that people will come. And especially if you've changed in some way, I mean, very few people are going to go, wow, you've obviously put on 30 pounds, right. but you know, I people, tell you, know, my flesh, when it was like in that moment, I'd be like, well, nobody's yeah. got to worry about you, fool. You know, yeah. like, it's just, you, that's the and snarky side option. of me. I know yeah. that is an option yes. for sure. Yes. But I, I do love that it's like being very direct. I think sometimes yeah. this is what our society has learned to do is to be polite rather than direct. Because that guy has no blinking clue that that was an awkward and potentially hurtful thing to say. Yeah. He's oblivious. And so sometimes we, it is our job as people who are learning to embrace our bodies and to say, hey, that's a topic that's off limits. Yeah. Be very direct, right? And just say, hey, I'm sure that you meant that as a compliment, but please don't talk about my body. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And yeah. then there's there, there's this other one about this. I love this. Kimberly, you talked about educating others. Mm-hmm. Comments about my body can be triggering and make me feel uncomfortable. I would appreciate it if we could avoid talking about that in the future. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. As somebody who's, you know, really had some struggles here. I yeah. love that. It's kind of like, and by the way, it's hard not to buy into it when you're feeling on the good side of right. things. It's, yeah. it's very hard to say, 
I don't want to discuss the fact when somebody says, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And, and by the way, I am guilty of this. Oh, you same, look like half same. of what you used to. <laughs> same. And right? Yeah. And it's kind of like, ooh, my bad. Like just, yeah. you look great. You look vibrant. You look mm-hmm. healthy. Things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that those are better ways to observe a physical change in someone. Sure. You know, like, wow, you look really great. You look healthy. Wow. Yeah. You're doing something different, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and, and then it's up to them to, to share if, you know, yeah, yes. I've lost 40 pounds. I'm yeah. drinking more water. I cut exactly. this out of my diet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. and really when you talk about, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, go I just ahead, mean Kim. like when you cut the, like, for example, when you cut things out of your diet, most of the time you feel better too. So it's about, yeah. it's more than yeah. just about how you look. And so that's when you can, that's the opportunity to say, I feel amazing. Yes. You know, since I've been whatever, you yeah, know, even and sharing take, something shift that focus off. Yes. The body. Yes. Sharing right. some good news about a healthy change that you've made is actually informative and mm-hmm. educational as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's because yeah. we don't, we don't want body conversations to be off limits. No, that's right. But you know, so there's a, there's a very thin line here, Mm -hmm. but it's with whom and under what circumstances are those allowed? Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's really important. Like I could have a body confidence conversation with you guys any day of the week and tell you all the nitty gritty. And Mm -hmm. I, I know that I would receive love support and Mm -hmm. helpful feedback for those Mm -hmm. things. But you're trusted. Like you, I we've built trust around this idea, and there's mm-hmm. an open door for those conversations. Right. I would never open that with a, a, a person of the opposite sex that I didn't know. I'd be like, no, you don't get to talk to me about anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I would even venture to say, like, I've been going to the gym pretty consistently, probably since mid-December. Mm-hmm. So four days a week. And so like there's the same six people at the gym when I go almost every other day. Now, if they commented on my body, even though they were stranger, I wouldn't be offended because they've seen me put in the work and I've seen them put in the work. And yeah. They it's a little say, bit of a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is that weird? Like if it's. <laughs> no, no. You know, cause I don't we think can that's see, weird. We can see like there, there's, for example, there's one gentleman that's always at the gym. I mean, he's put in the work. And it's yeah. just, it's amazing to see the transformation. And I, it would be more, it would be less about his body and more about the fact that we're both like in the trenches when yeah. people are still asleep, we're at the gym. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, well, so there is, I guess somebody there is, there on. is an, an intimacy yeah. that's created yes. just by being side by side in yes. the same room, going through the same thing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but, but I did think while you guys were talking, you know, how like, and multiple people online have said this, but like, if you buy into the good comments or if you're so dependent on the good comments, the bad comments are going to equally affect you. I'm not saying yeah. it right, but you know what I'm saying? Like yep. if, if it's, if you need those comments to feel great about yourself and you're constantly getting that information affirmation, and then somebody puts a negative comment on you, right? So if you buy yep. into the positive, you're going to be equally impacted by the negative. So they definitely exactly. warn against taking to, it, like paying too much attention to the affirmations mm-hmm. because that means that anything anti to that is going to swing the pendulum and you're going to put too much credit into that as well. And so, yeah. you know, even if we appreciate somebody saying, you know, making a big nice deal about our body, yeah. you want to be like, hey, like, yeah, let's not, let's talk it, about something else. It's kind of like a roller coaster, right? It's like mm-hmm. when you put, when you invest a lot in outside validation, the highs are really high. But then the negatives are, they're really low. Right. And so you just, we want to be on the kitty, the kitty car ride, you know, yeah. just like this. Just a little like, bit yes. of a bump. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yes. we're like, you know what? Hey, thanks for the compliment. Oh, don't worry. I don't really care what you think anyways, you know, and you just move on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's yes. true. It's yes. hard to do that. And again, I think it's all what this whole episode is about. It's mm-hmm. like, where are we receiving our validation mm-hmm. and yeah. who, from whom? are we receiving it from if yeah. we if we genuinely put our validation our self-worth and and what god thinks of us as the priority that yeah. is number 1 yeah. then then we are on the kitty car ride yeah you know it's like yeah well cool Truth. i'm glad you noticed that and 
I don't really care what you say because mm-hmm. God already approved me for the things. So, mm-hmm. and how about I? I also think Jess. I have received God's love and acceptance of me, and I love and accept me. And now what you say to me is far less important, but thank you for the compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but that's that's also boundaries, right? Like, yeah. this is where your place is. Well, I'm not even saying literally publicly saying that, but that yeah. to me is the formula that I'm understanding, yeah. that when the Lord says, love me, Mm-hmm. love others as you love yourself. That is a ver- that's something that I've taken so much more seriously in recent years. Love because it. if I'm not doing a good job of that, and that has to do with body acceptance and confidence and believing what God has to say, then I'm not, I, I'm unable to love as, you know what, we're called here first. We're called here, we're called here, and then we're called there. Yep. Yeah. So good, Elise. I love it. All right. So let's see. At the end of each episode, we share a resource. And before I want to, before I do that real quickly, I just want to, for those people that might be tuning in for the first couple of times to the Build Your Best Family podcast, you might be like, you're not talking about family. (laughs) (laughs) And I do want to say that some of these topics that we cover, they have huge impacts on our family culture. Amen. And these are things that we don't even realize are impacting the way we relate to our family, the way we talk to our children, the way we talk about our children, about our children's bodies, mm-hmm. the way they hear other people talk about their bodies. And so for me, this is a topic so that true. I really wanted to share because as we get healing in our hearts and as we get this area in alignment with Christ, mm-hmm. it just has this positive impact. And we can teach these principles to our children because this mm-hmm. is the kind of equipping that they need to go off into a world that is always going to be speaking contrary to who they were created to be. And yep. so part of my desire when it comes to my family and my home is it for it to be a safe place where they are 100% comfortable to be themselves. And so this is one of those things where it can be sly. We can make comments. Are you going to wear that? Are you going to eat? And like, you should, oh, yeah. Are you going to eat that? Oh, is that what you want to wear? Like, are you sure mm. you don't want to like put some makeup on? Like, those are little things that can creep into our family life that start to erode that safety and trust with our children. And so That's this true. is important for me to, to not as I get this right, but to put some intention into this so mm-hmm. that it's not just a haphazard you know, area of our life that we're not aware of. You know, I I just have to say, no matter what we believe, and sometimes I don't believe that I am as powerful as I am in my children's life, but the reality is moms are extraordinarily powerful in their children's lives. So Mm -hmm. it is really true that the better we do with ourselves, the healthier we make sure we are, the healthier our children can be. And Mm -hmm. You know, it's a journey and there are so many things that I would change a long time ago if I if I had known what I know now in terms of some of the things that I did with my children. I will say I worked really hard to not put on them what had been put on me regarding my weight, the shame and the constant observation. Mm-hmm. Um but again, I think that I think we as moms have everything to do with family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and it's yeah. the old, you know, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Whether we like it or not, that is the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's true. All right. So the resource we're suggesting this week is called Body Image God's Way. And it's from Jennifer Taylor Wagner. And it is a, I think Jess, you suggested this. It's a Bible yeah, study it's plan. A, it's a you version like mm-hmm. devotional plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then there's another one, another version plan, Compared to Who, a 10-Day Plan to Improve Your Body Image from mm-hmm. Heather Creekmore, and that's yeah. version mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And let me just say both of those, I, I went through both of those programs and mm. talk about the foundation of God's word and as it relates to body image. Both of these women have a very powerful testimony when it comes to this. And so you will be encouraged for sure. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. So as we wrap up this episode, we're going to leave you with the coaching question. I want you guys to ask yourself, journal about it, share this conversation with a friend, but answer the question, what's lost when you don't choose self-acceptance and body image, when you don't embrace who God created you to be? And so I think that'll really, I think it'll really be insightful and help you to see the areas of your life that are, that 
are worth making the shift, worth doing the work to make the shift for. Mm -hmm. So thank you ladies so much for having this conversation with me. I think it was a really important one and it's been super helpful to me. Me too. It's been amazing and enlightening and I hope it will be for others. Awesome. Thanks guys. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, I'd like to ask a favor. Can you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? Besides sharing this podcast with your friends, leaving a review is one of the most effective ways that you can support us and help get the word out about the incredible resources we have to offer. I'm passionate about helping families thrive and your reviews help families find us. And remember, family culture isn't about perfect, it's about purpose.